Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. We are in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. The perfectionist puppet master, Mark, flying us into the nether regions of all things shut down and banned in Texas. Oh, we're going to get into it today, Marcus. We're going to get into it. Oh, boy. And then look next to him, the uh, shining beauty, which is Candice, the queen of the uh, Saudi Arabians today. You look <laughs> oh very Burkish. I don't, I don't know what you would say on that. Uh, it's amazing. I tweeted it out, and I think I put it on. Yeah, I put it on Facebook as well, where I said uh, people in Muslim countries have been wearing face coverings for millennia. Uh, but make sure uh, you wear your Governor Abbott muzzle to walk over to your table. You know, because in the Middle East, I mean, the COVID cases are through the roof, and some. You know, of course, people are going to come back, and part of it. Chuck Ebert is it's tongue in cheek, right? I I I'm making jokes, totally tongue in cheek. But it is true. The numbers are true. I mean, it's it's an elevated number over there, uh, but it's elevated everywhere, right? This coronavirus stuff. And some you know people say, well, only half the population wear them, and then the men come home, and I'm sure that the wives take them off. And I said, have you ever been to a really Muslim country, like a truly strict Muslim country? They don't come off. Even when they're doing the hibbity dibbity, the the Allah dibbity, they don't they don't it doesn't you know what I'm saying? They still wear the mask, so you're kind of proving the point. Even even if they do take the mask off at home, but see now I read the news, uh, Natalie. I read the news this week that said they want you to wear your masks while you're in your own house, and that's not no. That's a hell to the no. I think that was for ugly people. That was, that was an ugly rule, I think. Have if you noticed ugly, how put your mask on? I the think Texas legend Steve Helms weighs in on this, and you're not wrong in that regard. Although I will say this: if you notice how many people you see, and you're like, I wonder what that person really looks like. Like you're out in public, and the waitress, like yesterday, our waitress, she Haley, she was such a cutie who was serving us wine, and I was like, she was just, I was like, but I don't know what's below the nose. I have Beautiful no idea. Eyes and three teeth behind that mask. <laughs> yeah. She got a third nipple. It's right there. It's on her chin. Oh, She's talking about getting drunk on Sundays. <laughs> Party foul, Steve. Yeah. My yeah. man. Good job, buddy. Thank you. Good job. I texted him this morning. I said, are you okay? And he said, uh, yeah, I got kicked out of some hotel bar. I got asked to leave. You got asked to leave, which is (laughs) technically the same thing. Uh, I got asked to leave some, quote, some hotel bar because Tony, his wife, took her boots off. And I'm thinking, that is 100% probably not why. No, that's probably not why. That's all I remember. (laughs) She took her boots off and they asked us to leave. They finally found an excuse. (laughs) Yes. To be able to no, do I it. deserved it. I needed to yeah. be sent home, so we Ubered home, and I had to oh go get the car goodness. last night. I, I'm irritated. Those of you who y'all know, I've been irritated uh, with this whole thing going on in Texas. I'm predicting another shutdown this week. I just smell it in the air. Um, I don't know what's going on, but we're going to get into that. Tim Georgia and of course Shelly Luther, they're back in the studio with us because there's things you you, you guys tuned in, you watched the last show, so informative of everything that Shelly and Tim have been through. Uh, with the salon and, uh, you know, over in Dallas, Alamode, and all these things going on with the city of Dallas and then the governor and the lieutenant governor and the, you know, the attorney general, all these people getting involved. But the story's not over, folks. It's not over. And I didn't realize that until I saw her Facebook post yesterday. She's still going through. They're still going through some major stuff. So we're going to talk about that today. 
day. It's going to be a big show. Have you noticed, though, that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to? I love doing that right after talking about a salon owner. I love it. It's a perfect segue. Losing your hair isn't any fun. So I want to talk to you about some options. You can go to your doctor for hair loss treatment. You can get the prescriptions. You can spend a lot of money and visit the pharmacy and uh, try not to go broke just to avoid going bald. You vain guys. I love you. But you can try keeps from the comfort of your lazy boy right there at home you'll get the same doctor recommended fda approved hair loss treatment but keeps offers those generic versions for about half the price and one more thing you'll love about keeps it's all online they're going to deliver it to your home so you just answer a few questions snap a couple of pictures of your hair and a licensed doctor is going to review your info they're going to recommend the right hair loss treatment for you and then it's shipped directly to your door and discreetly i might add why make unnecessary trips to the doctor in the drugstore when you can do it all from home so let me get you started with a special deal go to keeps that's k-e-e-p-s dot com slash loss keeps dot com slash loss for 50 percent off your first order of keeps hair loss treatments that's keeps.com slash loss go there today and we'll be right back I have to give a big old shout out to the fact pack. You guys know who you are, that two dozen or 30 of you. Well, I don't even know. We need to do a count, Steve. About a couple dozen of them. Uh, but Gerald Krennic and, and my, my sister, my baby sister, my baby girl sister, sis Hal, look what they did. She, she mailed it. There's 38 members. Is there 38 members on there? The it's pack. growing the little private group on Facebook, fact pack. I just sent a request. Invited. Look at that, uh, Natalie. I know. It will never leave the studio now. I hope they accept me. Sis made that. I know. So we're putting it right here. I love you guys. Y'all are great. I'm telling you, man. Y'all are y'all are so supportive. I'm like, oh, it's like arts and crafts, sis. <laughs> I'm just thankful that you didn't put glitter on it. You know, glitter is like the devil's sperm. It really is. It just, you can't get rid of it. It's the herpes of the craft. <laughs> it looks a little, really looks a little glittery. It's, it's always it, there. It, there is glitter on it. Is there glitter on the hearts? There's no, but they're, they're not. Well, at least it's sealed. set in. It's not glitter that can go rogue. I don't know, man. That glitter gets off. Yeah. Shelly, what's going on? How are you? <laughs> How are you? Stressed? No, not really. Good. Um, I just, you know, take each day as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. So you put out on Facebook. Was it yesterday? Uh, I think it's been a couple days Has now. It? Mm -hmm. Chuck sent it over to me. I never see what other people post on Facebook. I just don't. Mine just doesn't work like that. I'm, I, I got too much. You don't stuff. care. Well, I do, but I don't see it. I, you know, most of it I don't care. Yours I do, um, because it's frustrating. It is. So, city of Dallas, you decided in the middle of the shutdown, several shutdowns ago, you're like, screw this. We're, I'm sending my people back to work. Yes. You opened up your salon. April twenty fourth. Okay. You wound up spending a couple of days in jail over it because you wouldn't apologize. And it was actually what people don't understand is I didn't serve jail time because I defied the order, order. or the ordinance or whatever they want to call it. I received a contempt of court uh, charge for violating a restraining order that j the judge put against me in my salon. Didn't the judge, didn't you say that he said basically you hold the keys to the cell? He did. He said that. Two or three times. Yeah. And, it, but I mean, you were like, no, I'm not doing that. But he that. said, you have to admit you're wrong and apologize. Yeah. Good so basically just coercion. Good for you. Yeah, that's extortion. 
I mean, I'm telling you. I, it, Tim, I asked you this last time y'all were on. Don't you want to just go punch somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to resort to violence. No, but. there's a list. There's a, and it's, yeah. it's gotten sort of long. Um, and it's amazing how many people are either misinformed or just hate the situation. And so rather than even have, maybe having an understandable debate or conversation about it, just want to... Yeah, just just want to ridicule someone who's you know standing up for themselves. It's insane that freedom and liberty is under attack the way that it is. And someone said, and I wish I could name who was it said it, but I was reading it this morning and came across it, and it's so true that Texas isn't the Texas that most Texans think it is right now, and that's true. You know, we have this idea of how Texas is and ought to be, and it's just not right now. So I encourage people to go back and watch the last episode we did. You just search Chad Prather, Shelley Luther, and you're going to get the last episode. It'll come up on YouTube. Uh, but let's talk about what's going on now because it ain't over. No, it's not over. A lot of people think that it is. Um, right now, um, I had the seven-day sentence, and uh, because it was contempt of court, I couldn't get bail, couldn't do anything. The judge was the only one um, able to get me out. So we appealed to the Texas Supreme Court and um, they released me pending more um, investigation or whatever. And it, my hand, you know, me going back is basically in their hands. Yeah. Um, it is very, very probably <laughs> going to happen. It's very possible that I have to go back and serve the other five days. Um, and the city of Dallas also has a lawsuit against me for fines, citations, other money. Um, and there's also um, an injunction to permanently close the salon, even though salons open three days later after my court case. That's crazy. It's mm-hmm. insane. Tim, you just got to sit back and watch like, hey, honey, I'll see you when you get back. From mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah you know. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. Gonna, gonna I mean, we laugh, but it's... And, you know, <laughs> just sort of hold the fort down for a few days. So. I, you know, and I think I told you last time you were in here, I was like, you know, you're here for such a time as this because it takes the right person, the right constitution, the right mentality, the right ability to speak and say the right things. And you've done all of that. Uh, and so I'm thankful that you have. And now you're into this. And, you know, it's you kind of take it with a grain of salt and say it's another way to spend a day. It's a pain in the ass. But it is. And what's funny is, you know, because, you know, I was just speaking to not just my attorney who, you know, they can't promise you anything and they don't want to overpromise sure. anything. He's doing his best to try to, you know, get me to not spend five more days in jail. Um, but talking to a lot of other attorneys and just, you know, getting information, I'm it looks like I probably will go back. It's very possible. And I called my dad yesterday. I'm like, hey, just in case you hear again, or you get that 6 a.m. call, that's me calling from jail. He's like, ah, you'll be okay, kiddo. That's what he yeah. says. So that's how I was, you know, I just do it and move on. Well, Ken Paxson, our uh, state attorney general, he sent a letter basically saying, nix this thing, right? And Dan Patrick, our lieutenant governor, offered well he put what seven thousand dollars in your gofundme for the fine and offered to come spend the seven days i think it was house arrest that he offered offered yeah that's exactly right Mm -hmm. it was house arrest which i was so grateful for that means that he really meant business and then you had senator ted cruz who came down and got a haircut Mm -hmm. and or wherever he was he might have been in houston he came up but either way yeah he you know he comes and gets a haircut the politicians of note in this state seem to support you Except our governor. Well, and a lot of people think that he has, 
But in the grand scheme of things, and these are my words, not yours. Mm -hmm. He really hasn't. He, no, they're my words too. He, <laughs> I mean, he hasn't. And I've been very public about that because yeah. a lot of people think that Governor Abbott was the reason that I was released from jail and it had nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. um, when we were in recess in the court after, you know, he had heard both sides, the judge, we're texting Governor Abbott's office saying, I'm about to go to jail. And mm -hmm. this was um, while he was about to hold his press conference. The judge took a recess to listen to Governor Abbott's press conference because everyone knew he was going to open open salons but instead of opening them that day you know which would have been much better for me for the judge to say you know okay he's opening them today uh he waited till it, it was wednesday and he said well i'll open them on friday and so mm. i don't i don't know what that was all about but he has not helped me at yeah. all um he did go back and um i guess say that you can't go to jail but that was mm. after i had already been in jail so <laughs> Um, and it doesn't help me now. I'll still go back to jail those five days because I, it's, I didn't go to jail for defying the ordinance. I went for contempt of court, which should have never happened in the first place. Yeah. And the insanity of all of that, just adding on top of everything, is the fact that this, this coronavirus is supposedly in this huge growth state right now in Texas. But yet they're going to put you back into a captive holding cell. One of the highest rates of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And they they put me in the worst tower, like the most infected, the oldest. Mm. Um, yeah. People that worked there said that was like the worst place they could put me. Like the Tower of London, man. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Thanks, Glad you didn't lose. You're like the woman in the iron mask or something. <laughs> Come out of there with hair all over your face. <laughs> Smelling like a foot. That's horrible. It's horrible. Y'all got to treat Shelly better. Come on. And then Dallas is going to sue you? No, I mean, no, they already have sued me. They already have sued yeah. you. Oh, and then um, Judge Moyer gets to decide whether that suit goes, you know, like whether the city of Dallas And that's the is, same judge? Yes. That's the same judge you had? Yes. So... He, they're suing me, the city of Dallas, and I have a counterclaim, of course, and Judge Moyer is the judge for that. I'm telling you, it's Dallas, Austin, and Houston. Those are the three problem children in this state. Dallas, Austin, and Houston. San Antonio every now and then wants to stick its head up, but really it's Dallas, Austin, and Houston. And I'm telling you, I mean, why in the hell does Dallas feel the need to sue a small business owner like yourself who's – it's just insanity – I, mean, I and Governor Abbott, I don't know what he's on right now. I probably can't say those things, can I? In my, I screw it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know who bought him out. I don't know what's going on. Is a guy running for president in twenty four? You know, I don't think. You know, the Texas Tribune wrote an article and mentioned you in it, where That's they said crazy. if he were to run in twenty, he would get obliterated. Right? I think so because um, he doesn't have the backing of Texas right now, and the Republicans are the ones that voted him him in, and he's doing the opposite of what Republicans mm. want. Um, I don't get it. I don't understand. But it's definitely not what Texas stands for. You know, I've often thought about if I were on a stage and I was going to debate Greg Abbott, and who is a man that I supported once upon a time. Like, would I just go after him or would it be a civil debate? Now, at this point, I think I'd just go after him because it's ridiculous. I don't think he has the best interest of the people of this state at heart. I don't know what's going on, but he's bought out by big business. He is not listening to the voice of the common every man and woman like yourselves. And those are the things that are irritating me because when you start restricting personal liberty and not letting people take personal responsibility for their own lives, this is Texas. We're known for that, mm -hmm. you know.
And I don't know if he's, again, has somebody come along and said, we'll get you in the White House if right. you, well, you the toe problem, this line. I think that's a huge problem with politicians in general. Mm-hmm. I think that once they reach a certain, I don't know, um, I don't know, a certain space of where they feel like they're comfortable, mm-hmm. then they start taking money or doing uh, doing whatever they think they want to do. Well, I got to get me some of that. Yeah. I got to figure You're that out, You're not there yet. Steve. You got to no, reach. I you gotta gotta, get, I know. No, I'm just kidding. I know. Um, but, I can get, I could, I could become a congressperson like really. I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but the problem is politicians, you know, they forget about their people. Yeah. And yeah. I think, high, you know, like uh, voting in people that have been in politics for a long time I, I just don't know if that's the right thing to do i think we need mm. more real people like yourself yeah real people that are on you know the front lines ground zero of what's actually going on um not people that sit in their office and make decisions and when i was a teacher it was the same Crazy. thing that happened we had all of these you know tea and all of these people sitting in an office telling teachers what to do and not mm-hmm. asking our opinion yeah and it goes i mean that's just from the top down that starts with the governor it's like it's like uh the movie mean girls is what it is mm-hmm. it's like you think you're a little bit cut above everybody else and, and you can't see the forest for the trees mm-hmm. and you've gotten so narrow focused it's like a laser beam you know a laser beam can be used to harm or heal uh, it depends on how you use it. And it's, it, you know, being that focused is great until you start harming people and you don't even realize you're doing it in many cases. But I mean, if he shuts this thing down again, I mean, we're already at what, a 50% capacity in restaurants. Bars are completely Bars shut are down. Bars are shut down at this point. I mean, if you're not. No one a, over 10 people. It, and we have, we have restaurants and bars in Fort Worth that have been there for 70 mm-hmm. years and they're saying, we got to shut it down completely like for good forever forever I mean, it, well, shut uh, down the doors you know one of my kids had a boy scouts uh, car wash there where we live in, in town the other day and I, I was like well i'll just step in over here at the place next door and grab a pizza to take home no they're shut down empty it's a done deal mm-hmm. well i'm one step further because we when he said he was exploring his opportunities um we to be that, governor of the state of Texas correct. in 2022. The first thing that we yes. said was, are you going to change? Because I feel like they're just in the history. I don't know any politicians who haven't changed. And one, taking mm-hmm. this one step further, something that affects us is our schools. Now I'm so nervous about what decisions he's going to make. And my kids need to go back to school yeah. for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't need to be homeschooled by day drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> they do not want me homeschooling them. They need Natalie to be in doesn't that. drink. They need to be in that classroom. So here's the thing that goes with that, too. Being an ex-teacher, I taught, you know, for 13 years in high school. I see the teacher's point of view, too. Um, Some of them, I think, are thinking, I can't teach my classroom with all these restrictions. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, there could be teachers that have underlying conditions that are like, you're sticking me in a cesspool. So I don't think there's an exact... um, there's an exact thing for each school that you can do. You right. can't just put this blanket kind of idea on everything. I think that if a teacher has an underlying condition that's serious, they Agreed. need to teach virtually. That goes back to personal freedom. That's, that's right? life, though. Yes. Right. Hang, on, hang on a second. I want to talk about that some more because it's important. But it's talking about teaching. Let's talk about Ashford University because everybody out there, you want to get educated. You want a degree. You got dreams. You got little ones that are easy to talk about. You got the big ones that you really don't talk about that much because you don't think they'll ever come true. Uh, and if you say them out loud, you feel like they're a little bit crazy. But your future is a good one and you can dream big. The bigger, the better, I say. Uh, 
and the dream of a better tomorrow starts with a degree from Ashford University. So Ashford University's online bachelor's and master's, de- master's degree programs, they are going to allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule. And at Ashford, expert faculty teaches you real-world skills from real-world experience, not some people in some academic bubble that have never tested anything out in the real world. They're going to show you from online classes that are built from life's twists and turns. You can learn from home or wherever you feel comfortable. Perfect. So you can pursue a degree in one of Ashford 60 plus programs you got business administration healthcare administration psychology you got 24 7 access to your classroom daily support financial aids available Uh, it's going to give you the tools that you need to dream big you don't even have to do any of those qualifying crazy tests there's no fee to apply uh so i'm telling you don't worry about that standardized testing which by the way as governor i'm opposed to standardized testing 100 star test sucks uh so (laughs) i want you to go to ashford.edu slash watch chad that's ashford.edu slash Watch Chad. Not all programs available in all states. We go there today. Be right back. Man, oh man, I agree with you on that, though, on the teachers, and because you, you again, you have to be able to make a decision for your own personal well-being, in right? Life. Uh, and that's not just teachers, but across the board. Mm-hmm. I personally think that, well, I, okay, so as a person who, uh, for the majority of my kids' early education, they were, they were homeschooled. It was hit or miss, you know. My older ones were homeschooled. So I don't have a problem with that at all. I, I think that parents need to take more responsibility in that regard. And I don't want to get too far off on this tangent, but we've, we've relied so much, Natalie, on this public school system to educate our kids. I'm, yeah, I'm judging you. We've paid we, well, we have paid, but people who I've don't have kids, people who don't have kids have paid, too. I understand. So there there are, you know, so in that regard, yes. At the end of the day, you know, my thing is, it's your kid. You should be able to do with them what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the state can't make a decision based on your kid in that regard. I'm sure they're going to send our kids back to school. Yeah. I, I'm not sure about, I'm sorry, if they send our kids back to school, they're going to probably all have to, it's going to be mask mandatory teacher. Uh, yeah. It's going to be six feet separation, especially from the teacher. So if that all works, then maybe it should work. Our school district is doing everything they can, including if you choose to homeschool that you can still participate in Correct. athletics. I like that. Okay. I, I like that for different people. I mean, it's for different people. No, I, I, Not I, everybody should be homeschooled. I agree I get with that. that. Yeah. I mean, in 20 years, we're going to have a whole generation of people who were who were educated by day drinkers. And we just thought that Antifa was bad. <laughs> well, hey, we're seeing the effects of the timeout groups now. So yeah. well, we are. wait to see the homeschool groups in 20 years. I'm so, not smarter than a fifth grader. So at lunch yesterday, Helms, you and I were talking about it. And, and our wives were like, you know, cringeworthy. I've got a son who is um, super, super smart, but he's also a big old boy. And his kid likes to make fun of him. And we were like, you just knock him the F out. And he was like, well, I don't want to get in trouble. I said, well, you ain't going to get in trouble. Now, where he goes to school, uh, there's a chance he can still get paddled, right? And we know the principal pretty well. And we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I know people watching this are like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. No, my kids went to a straight. school like that, too. And I'm like, if you get paddled there, you don't even want to come home exactly. to see what's about to happen. Paddled. So here's what my ex-wife <laughs> said to him. She said, and yes, I have an ex-wife, those of you who aren't paying attention. She said to him, and I was proud of her for saying this. She said, if you get paddled, shake the principal's hand, 
say thank you and I'll see you again tomorrow. (laughs) 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 And I said, you know what? Who knows? We might still be married if you had that kind of logic back then. Anyway. uh, Anyway. It's it's a weird thing. I mean, we've got a lot to navigate. This whole new normal, which I hate that mm-hmm. phrase. It's you know, and look, I speculate on things with with all of the masks and the distancing and stuff. But I'm not running with some big conspiracy theory. I just think people is it's revealed how scared people are mm-hmm. of either getting sick or getting dead, mm-hmm. and they just live in this mortal. But fear. that's what's great about personal freedom. Yeah, and with the schools, I mean, you have to think of the aid. You know, American Disabilities Act. There's parents that are not equipped or skilled to teach or educate right. their children. Um, that's lots of college and training and you know experience that goes with that all of a sudden they're in the house and they don't know how to teach their own kid um which is fine they shouldn't because that's not what they were there to do or they weren't expected to do um but i think it's the big thing is you cannot blanket a solution right it's personal freedom if you if if you if you want to try and teach your kid at home you do that if you don't feel they're safe you do that um and I don't know. If you just give people the freedom to do what they want to do and stop telling them what to do, then I think everything would be fine. So for those of you who don't know, Tim is the best piano player on the planet, right? Anything with keys. You just go ahead and own it, dude. He's pretty good. Well, he has a doctorate from NYU. I mean, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So you guys are musicians mm-hmm. yes. singing you know i mean you're you're entertainers well we were well exactly i relate to that i mean i i've got to go on stage in arizona another hotbed supposedly this weekend and i'm like i don't even remember a set <laughs> it's been so long <laughs> I, since I i've been on like, the what thing. do i even sing yeah. yeah i don't know what i do helms has had to deal with it you know um chuck who all is the production a, for all the you know production i mean you know that you got your production studio over there Natalie's just floating around like, something going on? That is false. <laughs> you shut your mouth, Natalie. Don't you talk back. Seen and not heard. False. The, uh, <laughs> I lost all my gigs. Yeah. I mean, I really you suffered from it. Yes. Party foul Steve. I mean, we, we were able to kind of fill the time with merchandise yeah. sales yeah, and stuff. And so of. he's been busy. But you made a post the other day, Tim, about being a, quote, non-essential right. worker. Mm-hmm. And you had a logic behind that that I liked. I thought it was excellent. And what were your thoughts on that when you're told that? Well, so one thing, and like, and this is some one of the, I guess, some of the hate that's come our way. Shelly, between Shelly and I, we had six streams of income mm-hmm. before this pandemic, scandemic, whatever you want to right, call right. it, happened. Um, but one of the things that we had that together is we we had a band together um, that was actually quite successful i mean we were playing casinos all over the country mm-hmm. we were doing week-long stands and we were supposed to be on the fourth of july in, in, in key the west key, key west for a week, for a week. Oh, I love yeah. key west. <laughs> um and we employ a lot of musicians we invest a lot back into the economy when we're traveling sure. and doing these things production so, all of that yeah and in 2019 i paid um the musicians that worked with us close to three hundred fifty thousand bucks we had about a hundred thousand dollars worth of capital expenditures for our band, and mm-hmm. you know, and then about fifty thousand dollars worth of travel expenses. So a half a million dollars economically that we contribute as just a band. We're not just a couple people 
um, singing some songs in a bar. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes people just say, oh, you're just a couple bar singers. Why do you want to kill grandma to sing songs? No, we don't. <laughs> I have all these people that I'm responsible for. I was putting food on their table, mm-hmm. helping them pay their rent. It was helping pay our rent, and it's all gone. And, and you know, then people say, well, did you save for a rainy day? Well, um, the first week of COVID, of the, the COVID shutdown, I had an $80,000 swing. I lost $60,000 in revenue, and I had to return $20,000 worth of deposits. Mm-hmm. Nobody and, saves $80,000 just for one week. Right. That, doesn't, yeah. that doesn't happen. And then over time, that's grown. I mean, and so we haven't, I've, I've played one wedding and had one bar gig since March 15th. Yeah. There's a difference between saving for a rainy day and saving for a shitty four months. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And, and, you know what I mean? When, when they close us down for two weeks, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then it turned into four weeks and then six. Now, four months later, and, and I have a lot of friends in the industry, and I'm, you know, Steve, I know you're going through the same thing, and we're all trying different things. We're trying to do online shows, or, or we're trying to find different ways to, to entertain. But it's not about my love for entertainment. I mean, I love entertaining, and I love what I do, but somebody said to me, hey, this is you're paying the price for having a job that you love rather than being essential. Well, that makes me want to whoop somebody. Why didn't you get a real job? Is what people are saying. He has a doctorate from NYU. What are you talking about? That is his life. Mm -hmm. I want my unessential tax dollars back then. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. It has nothing to do with being non essential. It has everything to do with the community of musicians that. And we're just. We're, we're successful at what we were doing, but we're just like, I mean, hundreds of other musicians out there. There's a lot of band leaders here in DFW who all have been messaging me the same thing. Man, we had to cancel 100 shows this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, those private events pay five to $10,000 of revenue that's being split between a lot of people. So you're talking bands that are losing millions half a million to a million dollars. dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's all just going back out to people. So I consider that to be essential. If I'm putting food on somebody else's table, if I'm helping them feed their kids or I'm helping them pay their rent or their mortgage that makes what we do essential it's not just about singing some songs in you know someplace I mean I, I love I love to entertain but sure. at the end of the day it's a, it's a we're all part of a a big recipe and we're all the ingredients of this and without all of us working it's going to fail and I think that's the well people say rainy day too you didn't say yeah. we had incomes we we made sure okay yeah we're musicians but i had the salon and he had a you know two or three other incomes just in case one fell through sure we thought we were prepared yeah Yeah. all six gone yeah same day all gone yeah i did did a lot of consulting work for for large churches and it's like all the churches are shut down i mean they're doing some online services but non-essential personnel out the door and i do a lot of work for large theme parks like all over the world everybody's closed nobody's coming back even disney just opened the other day but they're not doing Mm -hmm. anything there's no fireworks there's no shows there's no character greet it's just walk in and ride a couple rides and get out you just get to go in there and lick dumbo's ass yeah Yeah. that's it that's it you Uh, know what the biggest problem is wait 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 hold that thought hold that thought we're gonna take a quick break because i'd want to know what the problem is okay (laughs) hey Speaking of running business, when you're running a business, guess what? HR issues can kill you. It's just like when you lose all your workers. But listen, wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, HR manager salaries, they're not cheap. These are things we deal with. We're seeing this more than ever right now. And you got an average of $70,000 a year for HR managers. Crazy. Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E, created specifically for small businesses. 
and you can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. You get a dedicated HR manager that's available by phone, email, or real-time chat from onboarding to terminations. Uh, they're going to customize the policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day all for just $99 a month. You can't beat that. You can do it month to month. There's no hidden fees. You can cancel any time. You didn't start your business because you want to spend the whole time doing HR compliance, Tim Chargeff. Let Bambi help you get free HR audit today. You can go to Bambi.com slash Chad right now. Schedule your free audit. Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Chad. Be right back. All right. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, you were going to say the problem is. Yes. Well, a lot of people, and we're talking about income, and of course, everybody knows about the GoFundMe account that happened um, when I was in jail. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that we're just floating around and money's just everywhere. It just grows on trees around our house and, and all these things. Um, and, you know, talking about the house that we live in, whatever. Uh, what you don't realize is it doesn't matter if we had four million dollar homes when all of your sources of income are cut off you cannot pay for anything that you have therefore you can't even buy groceries or feed your kids Um, zero income means zero income it doesn't matter your financial status before that it's just cut off and it's gone yeah um so i've already got a hundred grand into attorney fees when i started um courage to stand at Mm -hmm. um that is, you know, to help people in this situation, the same as me. I start, I put a hundred grand of the GoFundMe in that, um, but they're saying my attorney fees could be up to a quarter million dollars um, mm. just because we don't know where it's going to end. It could go all the way up to the Supreme Court. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but I've got to continue to, to fight for it because there's a lot of Americans depending on me. It's not just my little salon anymore. It's stop taking away our constitutional rights. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I get it. And I've seen the comments, you know, the last time you were on the show, and then I've seen posts that you've made and different things and responses to news stories. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, here's a couple of rich people who got their deal. People have no idea how much things cost. They mm-hmm. really don't in the grand scheme of things, how much it is to run a business, how much it is to get up and down the road and go do these things. You know, I mean, uh, rent and lease numbers in dallas are not cheap i mean there's a lot of things that are involved with that mm-hmm. and then you add legal fees which just get astronomical there um it's it's crazy i've obviously never been through something like this yeah. but um yeah it's unbelievable but i mean obviously you hey I siri wanna... cancel my calendar appointment to ask shelly for a loan <laughs> <laughs> no that's what's happening right now i get probably 40 contacts through social media or emails or whatever of people asking for money and it's like how do i decide yeah. who gets it because i want i want to share it more than i want to I keep have it. steve helms and steve powell yeah exactly. in my life well i mean like, we gave hey, away eighteen thousand dollars to a barber shop we gave away five thousand dollars to one of the bars that was closed down yeah. and people are like well give us money i'm like well are you stand are you staying open are you going to stand up because my my foundation is mm. courage to stand mm-hmm. no i thought you were just going to give us money <laughs> It's amazing logic there. Yeah, it really so is. I'm, I'm not just writing checks out. I'm doing it for the people that actually stand up and believe in their freedom. Yeah, I yeah I don't know, man. It's just crazy. 
World's gone crazy, Chuck. It's just gone crazy, bro. Our, our freedom in America today is being taken away from us slowly but surely. And if we don't wake up to see what's going on, it's going to be gone right before our eyes. Well, oh, the right people that are eyes. taking it are still receiving a full paycheck. Exactly. And I don't see them donating oh, any essential. money they're to essential. anyone. Who, who I asked uh, Governor Abbott on Twitter yesterday. Governor Abbott, how much of your salary that you continue to take have you donated to all of the people's businesses that right. you shut down? Uh, to Judge Moyer, I, I looked it up. He makes almost 160 grand. I think it's probably more than that, sir. Crickets from you lately. Um, and when he put me in jail, he said, "There's a right way to protest." You get an attorney and you make, you know, you go through it the right way. And then all the rioting and looting and people were threatening to burn my salon down and nothing from him. He didn't tell all those people there's a right way to protest. All I did was open my salon. I didn't damage property or do anything crazy. Yeah. And I think I tweeted out the other day where I said, it's amazing. We live in a world where if a person opens their business with their key, they get arrested and fined. But if somebody opens somebody else's business with a brick through the window. Correct. They don't get any ramifications. Well, they get celebrities bailing them out they do yeah i mean that's it's insanity no and there were threats all over i mean real threats people doing drive-bys we where we had to have militia out there because dallas pd said just let the salon burn down we can't do anything for you mm-hmm. that's how <laughs> ridiculous it is and so i'm gonna i'm gonna burn down oh my gosh no don't even say it don't yeah. say it Whoa. let me save you on this one <laughs> let me save it let me save it let me bring no, you no, in I'm on this going one. back with what tim was saying about being a non-essential artist i was like when it gets cold this winter and they cut your power off we'll burn some monets and some picassos and some you know renoirs and stuff like that because i mean it doesn't matter it's just art right art's mm-hmm. not essential Mm-mm. nobody don't go to any concerts folks don't worry about that i mean these guys that are like really the big coliseum audit you know stadium concerts think about how much money they're losing i mean it's mm-hmm. crazy the the amount of money that's not being uh pumped into the economy right now they're losing so much money they're also losing all the folks that work for them yeah. that's what we don't get people think you go to a concert mm-hmm. a large concert employs 100 it takes for Miranda Lambert, for example, there's 130 to 140 people that do a show yeah. when Miranda goes on tour or something. Yeah, that stage people didn't have no build idea. itself. That's just stage people. How many people are working at the venue? Exactly right. You know, yeah. Selling, selling popcorn. t-shirts, popcorn. Cleaning the bathrooms, selling yeah. t-shirts. Well, I have somebody, you know, again, well, don't you want to just give up a little bit of liberty for everybody else's safety? No, hell no, I don't. I don't at all. And that doesn't mean I don't care about your safety. I want you to be safe. But if you're that scared, stay home. Right. Right. Stay home. Well, Don't go out in public. Here's the biggest problem. And I spoke to, you know, someone that we know on Facebook yesterday. He said, well, my dad um, died of covid. And I'm like, well, that's strange because we, we heard last week that your dad died of a heart attack. Well, he said, well, he was about to go in for heart surgery <laughs> and he died of covid the week of the heart. I'm like, so. But then it was actually a, a blood clot. That killed him, but and they listed it as COVID it, and a heart attack, COVID and a heart attack. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, he said, "Well, all his friends said when he was out, he was wearing a mask." I'm like, "Why was he out?" Yeah. Why go? We're out? not. We're not like trying to kill everybody. Correct. We have said the whole time, if you have an underlying condition, you should not go out. I'll bring your groceries to you. I'll set them on your porch. We will do all those things. But the people that are healthy and young and not afraid need to keep this economy going. Mm-hmm. They have to open mm-hmm. up businesses. If you look at the, the the charts, like the current up-to-date charts, for people under 54 especially, 
it falls off the cliff in terms of the mortality rate. I mean, it falls off the cliff. People just aren't dying from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's never going to go away, by the way, folks. Right. I mean, it's never going to go away. We have coronavirus. COVID-19 is here to stay for Like the flu. Ever, just like the flu. And somebody mm-hmm. jumped my ass. You know, they call me uh, a leader of a death cult. <laughs> I'm like, it's amazing. People who abort 750,000 babies a year, but I'm the leader of the death cult. Right. Uh, and so just for trying to use common sense and keep the world open because i don't want people starving and you know committing suicide and mm-hmm. getting in depression and medications and drugs and alcohol and all these things because they're so depressed from the anyway. suicide rate is crazy right it's now. insane it's insane the whole thing that's why i keep using the word insane the whole thing is insane and I, there's no other way to describe it but somebody said well you need to wear a mask i've worn a mask i care about people i've worn a mask and including during the flu season i'm like that is horse pucky right there you did not you did not wear a mask every year during the flu season twice a year you just didn't do it no you just didn't do it people are so full of it people i I mean the worst are the mask shamers that like give you dirty looks or cuss you out because you're not wearing a mask things like that um in my salon since april 24th i have had masks required and here's the reason why close personal contact for over an hour at a time in someone's face. I, as a business owner, made that decision, not because the city of Dallas told me. That's a smart thing to do. But if you want to come in my business, you're going to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to wear a mask, you can go somewhere else. That's your personal right. But as a salon owner, we are setting the precedent of there's still millions of salons that haven't opened across um, the United States. And I don't want to be, well, we're not requiring masks. Give them any kind of reason to not let us open. And so I need to set that example. Um, It's not that I really believe in masks that much. If I want to go into business and they (laughs) say mask required, I put a mask on. I just do it. If I don't want to go in there, I don't. But that's my right. That's my freedom. You're a troublemaker. Uh, you know? I love it. She is, man. She <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Timmy knows. Mm. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. <laughs> So let's set the record straight, because in Texas Tribune, uh, the article said you're running for governor. <laughs> they said that I said you that said in that a rally. You said it. Yeah, I did not say that. You didn't that. say it. You and I were at the rally on the Capitol steps the day Alan West tried to kill himself on a motorcycle. Oh, my God. That was so sad. <laughs> Don't say that. Well, That's... he did. I can't help it. He didn't. Okay. He tried. <laughs> I'm I mean, you want to okay. get elected. It's, it's, in Alan West, I mean, he like goes all out, like sacrifice <laughs> you your body, kid. He, yeah, uh, he put it all me. out there. It, it did me. scare me. But you said that day on the Capitol steps, you were like, I'm not a, I'm not into politics. They threw me into politics. Right. I was not a, a politician before this, an activist. Um, people reached out to me and it just happened to be at the same time um, I wanted to open my business. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people in Texas that um, were fighting for freedom and I had no idea. And they reached out to me now. Have I become a little bit political? Yeah, because there are a lot of things going on that I wasn't even aware of before. And I'm, you know, some of it I'm glad that I'm seeing. Um, And I told Tim, you know, a lot of people like run for something, run for something. And I don't even know what I would run for because I, I, you know, I don't even know exactly what each politician does. And I don't want to exercise trying stuff out on the Texas people. (laughs) Me either, but but I'm going to do it. (laughs) You You should do it. I'm glad you're running for governor. No, I'm not running for governor. Um, But 
it's it's like when we're up singing and someone's like, oh, she sucks, and I want to go, okay, well, here's the mic. Yeah, you know? come on, eat this ice cream cone. Exactly, and so I'm I, I'm proud of you for you know, yeah, you complain a lot about Abbott, but you're not just you know sitting around doing that anymore. You're like, you know what? Let's I can't. Just, you, let's, let's just try to get see the what voice happens. out there. Let's say something. So. As far as politics go, I have never, ever said um, that I want to run for something, but I, I, I don't want to close any options on that. I am learning a lot more, but um, if something comes up, I may, but it's definitely not governor. Lieutenant, so you don't have to Lieutenant worry, governor? Chad. Shelly Lieutenant Luke, Governor. Shelly Luke. Yeah, trust Lieutenant me, I'd lose. <laughs> I appreciate your endorsement. Go to watchchad.com, blazetv.com, slash Chad. Shelly Luther, Tim Georgia. God bless you guys. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>